0: Welcome back Gameaholics, this is Colin and Luke and today's episode as you see from the title we are going to be talking on Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, Personally I think it's
1: better than Red Dead 1. Uh, Luke did you play Red Dead 1? Uh, Yeah I did, I I played it when it first came out so I kind of forgot what the whole deal with it was so at the end of 2 I googled 1 just to remind me. Hmm. Yeah,
0: so they're created by Rockstar Games, who also created the GTA series. Um, very uh, prolific game, I guess. Like, they're they're pretty well-known by, I think, everyone at this point. Like, the genre itself, everyone's very much a fan of their games. Um, Red Dead 2 actually started production in 2011, so they put a lot of thought and effort in this game, and it came out on all the major platforms. Uh, October 2018... I remember buying it. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I didn't... I forgot how old it was. I thought it was 2019 for some reason, but... Excuse me. Sorry. COVID. (laughs) Yeah, COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... uh, Basically, it came out in 2018. Um, uh, End October. 26th of October, to be specific. Um, I remember buying it like a week after it came out, and I i'll be honest uh luke i liked it but it got pretty dull and boring at some parts um and that was my initial thoughts anyways playing through it but i i stuck it out i beat the game probably months later because i took a break (laughs) so for myself it wasn't like the most um amazing game anyways in that sense but it was very highly rated by a lot of people uh what were your like initial thoughts after like starting the game
1: So I actually, um, bought the game pretty much right when it came out too. Uh, I probably played it for like, maybe like 10 hours I put into it and I just didn't like it. Like I was like, this isn't really for me. Um, I stopped playing it and quarantine hits. And I mean, the, the two weeks turns into a year and a half and, um, I'm just, I, I, I dug it out and I was like, I never finished this game. I'm going to play it. And I got pretty dialed in actually when I replayed it for the sec, like when I actually played it during like COVID, I, I got pretty dialed. Like I, I liked the majority of the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you like, um, uh,
1: did you like just restart entirely during, yeah. uh, Oh yeah, for up? sure. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I just, I just, was like I, I didn't get very far I got to the the thing where they're camped out on the hill so like the first settlement right like oh, I didn't really my so stupid even, that's yeah, barely I, ten hours in yeah yeah I went through the stupid ice shit like the ice the ice stuff the snow uh, yeah the snow yeah I went through the snow and then I got to that first settlement on the cliff and then I was just like this is rough um but no I I actually kind of really liked the majority of it um one thing I didn't know <laughs> until um I read it at the end because I totally forgot what happened in number one. Um, But number two is a prequel to one, which I didn't know. Like I, that wasn't something. And you're playing as different characters in the two of them.
0: Yeah. But you find out later on in two, obviously you play as the main character from one.
1: Yeah. For like the epilogue or whatever, but like, yeah, Yeah. so you play as Arthur Morgan, who's Dutch's right hand man uh, in number two. And then in number one, you play as John Marston, who was a member of this, this gang as well. So I, I guess without further ado, we can probably jump into the story. I think we're going to be talking about the story probably for most of this podcast, considering it's it's a massive story.
0: It is. Um, so to start, it takes place in May 1899 after a failed ferry heist in a thriving port town of Blackwater, Dutch Van Der Linde, I think that's how you say it, Van yeah, Der, Lind. Van der Lind. Yeah. yeah. And his gang are forced to flee the area and attempt to cross the snowy mountains avoid north to avoid the law, leaving their substantial money stash behind. Its member inc- included Arthur Morgan, John Marston, who are the two main protagonists at at, at some points, uh Jose Matthews, uh Dutch's right hand man at the time, Bill Williamson, uh Javier, I'm not gonna say his last name, Lenny, Charles, Sean, Uncle, Abigail, a bunch of other people that I mean, they're at your camp, but I'm not going to list them all off because there's thousands of these people. And I guess guess the last main one would be uh, Micah Hyde or Micah Bell. Or Micah Bell. That's what it was. So the gang set up a camp in their deserted mining town of Coulter uh, as a temporary shelter. Arthur, Micah, and Dutch find a homestead hiding a party, but then realize that the party was... was That
1: part was actually fairly nuts. Like that was kind of one of the first tastes that you sort of get into the game and it's yeah it's finding that homestead and Mm -hmm. like i remember you're kind of hiding and then you're like what are we gonna do like this is just some people living in this in this snow and then you find out that the bandits are like they killed the husband or just raping the wife and it's like insane i was just gonna say that yeah
0: the odriscoll's like your main your main rival like gang for most of the game um the the trio you, you basically, you, I think it's you, Dutch, and Micah uh, basically go in. You said the trio, yeah. So they go in, and they defeat them, and they find Sadie Adler, a widow from the husband who was killed by the O'Driscolls, and, and take she, yeah. Sadie with them. But her voice is like super deep and like kind of cr- cr- uh, raspy. And it's, it's because she's screaming so, much. so yeah. much from getting it's so raped, dark. which is insane. Insane start the, to the game.
1: The one thing that I, I love is like what a main Character she becomes like going through the game like she's just this like you know farmer's wife when they first find her and near the end of it like she's some gunslinging outlaw and she's so badass.
0: She is very much badass. I agree. She's just like a, and she just doesn't have any like emotions or like strings attached to anything at this point. So she's like just super like just shooting and think later type of thing or ask questions later after shooting first. And she's one of
1: the people um, that decides with you at the end, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, moving and, on like, from that area okay you want to yeah i was just, yeah, to I was just
1: gonna it? say one thing of one thing about being in the snow and stuff and like even for its time i remember 2018 um playing this game i remember when you're walking through the snow like just like the graphics of like walking through the snow were like incredible and actually i remember that stuck out to me the first time i played the game
0: yeah and like you're really slow and it and actually can like take a toll on your guys like uh overall conditioning so like you obviously imagine walking through a like a bucket full of snow i mean you're from winnipeg luke so i mean you all know about the heavy ass big snow like storms but like walking through that i mean it's just i imagine that's exactly how it would be like uh moving through that type of snow like especially if the horses were having a tough time getting through it which was just uh something else like it it, it really they really grasped grasped the idea of what it would be like to go through all that like hellhole like a, a snow blizzard because they end up getting where they, they end up going to like a small like place for shelter during that while they're like, yeah they find like some abandoned save. like town yeah and, it, or and it's whatever. broken down in like a ghost town in the middle of nowhere and it's freezing and like uh people are it's like super cold and they need to obviously to make fire to like stay the night but from what was I trying to get there's a point I was trying to make here too <laughs> um I remember this this mission itself was so prolific or like so known like so known by like the general public that they haven't they even had it in like a South Park episode they like talked on it they talked on this episode this like because they were playing the kids and also red the sheriff yeah. were playing red dead too and he's like oh i gotta fucking start all over and play the snow mission again you know how hard that that is and all this stuff and so it's kind of funny that they they like how that incorporated into actual like pop culture when um maybe you played through it and you were like uh oh, just whatever but like they it was so big to some people that it actually made it onto like different tv shows and stuff like that so it was kind of cool to see what? that yeah. aspect of it
1: the, the the craziest thing about that is just is i think to me the fact that um the, the snow level is just the the prologue right like that's just mm-hmm. that's pretty much yeah. the prologue of the game before we actually get get started mm-hmm yeah but yeah, so I mean, the snow the snow stuff is, it's like I said, it's a tutorial. So you learn to hunt, you learn to track, like just sort of all that basic stuff. Uh, and then finally, they stay there, I guess, for the winter. And then once the snow melts, they make their way down um, into the valley.
0: Mm-hmm. So when they go, they escape it and they go, Dutch big scheme now was to get Fuck. the gang to rob a train belonging to the wealthy oil company. Um, man loviscus Corn- uh, cornwall after successfully doing it a furious and vengeful cornwall then hires the pinkerton detective agency uh, who sends agents andrew milton and edgar edgar ross to apprehend the gang realizing that the process of civilization is ending at the time of the outlaws dutch and the gang decide to gather up the money to retire and escape the law for good the gang relocates south to the state of new hanover and the gang performs numerous jobs and heists to gather enough money as Dutch continuously promises the one last big heist that will secure their freedom. So this is like kind of summarizes what's going on for probably the next like hmm, let's say like next 15 hours of gameplay. Uh, do you do you have anything that really like stuck out to you during that like kind of like quick summary? Like, because you do you do that big thing with Cronwall. And then the height.
1: Yeah. That, remember, I, that was yeah.
0: I just remember going to fish with like John's kid. And that's when the Pinkerton guys actually pull up on you. And they're like, and they talk to you for a bit and you're like, Oh shit. Like, this is kind of serious. Remember that like part when you're doing. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it,
1: the whole thing, like I almost call it left for dead, uh, red dead redemption is like just the fact that it's, it's just a ton of side missions and stuff like that. Like, I feel like there's not Mm. one thing that does, uh, one thing for some reason that does just uh, stick with me is, When you go to the bar in the town and you just get hammered and you lose like your friend Lenny and you have to like go around the bar hammered trying to find him and everybody looks like him. And then you end up getting into like a fight in the streets and it's so funny. I don't
0: know if you remember that. but Yeah, I do that. You were at a, you were at strawberry for that mission.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which was again, it was, it was sweet. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, But I mean, like I said, it's just it's it's just a bunch of like kind of side missions like, oh, hey, let's um, steal a wagon or like let's do this or let's, you know, capture this person or let's or let's do whatever. But like it was fun. Like that was it was definitely a lot, a lot of fun. But yeah, you're kind of prepping for this big train job, which I mean, they do. And what they they find, I think, bonds. So they're like, oh, if we can sell these bonds, we can make enough money to whatever go or like take a boat down to wherever.
0: Mm-hmm. I think they wanted oh, to go to like Cuba, right?
1: I totally just forgot about that part of the game actually. Yeah, insane,
0: right? Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I mean, basically like oh, god, there's so much like there's just so much in this game. Um, so yeah, basically I mean this the the, the majority of this game is just you're following Dutch And he keeps giving you schemes that he wants to pull to get more money. And every time he says, we just need one more, we just need this. We just need a little more money. But I mean, he's clearly, it's clearly like the sickness for him. It's like fucking gambling. Like he loves, he loves the thrill of it. And he never wants to stop. And he keeps trying to convince people that, oh, it's only one more. Oh, it's only one more, but it's, it's not. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to think like, that's pretty much, I think, like, the majority of the main story before shit kind of goes sideways, right? Is they're just kind of always yeah. being hunted by these Pinkertons, but they're also just kind of trying to go around and make some cash.
0: Yeah, so, like, and, and as you do these missions, like, certain people in your crew end up getting killed and shit, and you're like... And that's when, like Arthur and a few others are like, "Well, maybe this is like maybe we should just stop." And like that's when you, like you said, like Dutch would just try to convince them like, come on, come on, please, like this will be it this will be it, I swear." And then Arthur and everything everyone just loved Dutch so much because like the way they portrayed Dutch like the little bit of a backstory anyways is that Dutch was like kind of like a father figure to most of these um um outlaws because mm-hmm. Dutch would like find them as like probably orphans or like kind of just like these like outlaw kids trying to be like, you know, try to become like cool like cowboys like in towns and he'd be like hey like just come with me and we'll like you can just live with us in these camps and we'll just you know be like outlaws and have fun so like that's where like john and like arthur and all a few others were like that like they were young and they got taken in together so they consider each other like kind of like brothers and like family obviously but obviously um dutch tries to like screw them over eventually but that's later on it's more just um the game itself is like more just like there's different Places from you guys running place to place to like, and then there's more missions around that area, and then it's like, oh, we we overstuck our welcome again. We got to move to another place and just continued like that, and I, and that's why the game. Myself, when I was playing it, and like you said, probably for those first ten hours, you're like, oh, this game's just like, like what are we doing? Like this game's kind of just like, I for me, anyways, it was like I liked the game a lot, like the the background and everything. It was really cool, like the landscape, like very open worldy. It was awesome, but like those are the type of things where I'm like, this is so repetitive. Oh, we do this, this, Oh, we got to move to this place. Oh, the cool new house. Oh, we got to move again. Like, it was just like,
1: it just was so
0: repetitive.
1: And I was going to say some of the like main story missions were pretty fucking cool though. So one, one that sticks with me, uh, was when I think, I don't even remember what it is, but there's the two like neighboring families um like within their two estates and like it's like a romeo and juliet type situation between like the daughter and like whatever but like basically you you play both of these families until finally it turns into like this civil war and one of the the matriarch of one of the families kidnaps john marston's kid do you remember this
0: yeah i do and they killed sean the-
1: too and the most nuts part about that I remember is playing that mission and you go there at night and they have this massive plant, like plantation house, like massive. And all of these outlaws are just walking up to the house and then you go into the house and you massacre every single person in that house. Like I just, that mission was crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There are some missions where it was just like, it was like, holy shit, what's going on? Um yeah, I remember that one, the Greys and the Brave uh Braithwaits or Braithwaits or whatever. Yeah,
1: Braithwaits and the, yeah, oh yeah. It was again, it was like so good. Like it was so much fun. Uh I, I, I think it's I, more I, insane
0: I that the, I just think it's more insane that they're rival families and like they didn't want like their daughter and like of the Greys and like the son of the Braithwaits to like mate or like have kids and like be a family. So instead they wanted to just kill each other. It's like okay.
1: And it's nuts because it starts off so like gentle almost where it's just like, Oh, we're going to steal their prize winning horse. uh Oh, but then, then it ends up, you're fricking like killing people. And like, just, just the escalation is crazy, but I just, I just have it like burnt into my mind. It's, you know, all of these outlaws standing in a row pitch black outside of this creepy, like plantation house. Like I, I I just remember, Oh, so good.
0: I just remember you had to kill both families too. It wasn't like a, wasn't like oh we'll just kill one. It was you killed everyone, and then you found out that Jack was sold to like a crime lord Angelo Bronte, who was in Saint Denis, and Saint Denis is like the big city there. And big Saint-Denis metropolitan based, city, yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's uh, portrayed about New Orleans, like it's supposed to be like a New Orleans type of city, um, which was cool. I thought like they, they actually modeled it after New Orleans, so like back then, like that's what New Orleans looked like in a sense.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, that city was again, it was just super cool. That city was awesome. And then like that was where they yes. So how that sort of so I mean there's there's these big, massive sort of final moments and like big final mission in each of sort of your camps. And the final mission of the of the first one was the train, of the second one was these two rival families and the third one was in saint denis and i think it was the bank heist right yep yeah that was it and the bank heist is like that's where my favorite character dies lenny 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 was your favorite yeah i love he was just like just like this nice dude he was so like i i love doing missions with lenny and then he gets Mm. like head blown sky high (laughs) like it was insane So basically they end up robbing this bank and they fail just absolutely miserably. Uh, And a bunch of them are dead. Some of them get arrested, but the rest of them get on this boat, right? This is where they get on the boat to run away.
0: Yeah. And that's when they end up in uh, Cuba. But before we move on to that, I did like St. I like St. Denis a lot. Like, yeah, that was a really cool. I think that's where you find out you're uh, sick as well. That's when they tell you.
1: I don't, you find out after that, I think, right? Or no?
0: Maybe, but I remember it's in Saint Denis. I went to the doctor in Saint Denis and they
1: totally. Yeah, yeah. I I I absolutely did too. So that's that is one of the things that just just blew me away about this game. It's like it was it was funny because did you notice anything was wrong earlier in the game or no?
0: Uh there was like moments where like like he would just start coughing a lot and you're like, oh, he's a little under the weather. Oh nope, he has uh what was it?
1: Tuberculosis tuberculosis But yeah like, but like so that killed
0: people back then
1: totally right so so basically it was like this this thing where and and like i i just i knew something was weird because like throughout pretty much the entire game he starts he starts coughing but like not even aggressively at first it's, it's just like just like a like a cough and i'm just like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of a weird thing that they're including for him like what's the what's sort of the deal meaning behind this? yeah like, yeah like what's what's sort of going on here like why are they doing this so you know you're we're playing the game more and it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse and then like you know he ends up like passing out on the streets i think right like uh and then it's like go to a doctor and see what's wrong and then it turns out that he has tuberculosis and the doctor's like yeah you're gonna die soon like there's no cure back there's no cure sorry Mm -hmm. um which was super again just so just weird because it's just like. You're the main character in this game. You're some badass outlaw. And like, now I have tuberculosis. Like what?
0: Yeah. And it's, uh, it was the leading cause of death in the States back then.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. Which is it's nuts. Just, it's just something that you can't even. Yeah. So, I mean, the other thing that happened in St. Denis, actually, that I, um, totally forgot, but I wanted to talk about because I really liked doing the mission was, um, Colin had kind of alluded to this earlier, but sort of the rival outlaw gang to Dutch's gang is a group called the O'Driscoll's led by Colm O'Driscoll. He was the, um, he was like the leader obviously. So one of my favorite missions was basically they finally catch him and they're going to hang him in St. Denis and you have to go there with Dutch and, um, I think I don't addie or whatever her name, what was her name? Sadie, Sadie, Sadie. Yeah. You have to go there with the two of them and make sure that he dies. Um, but it's, it's insane because I remember, you know, you find out obviously he has people that are all kind of going to help him. Right. They're going to help him escape. They're going to cut him down from the noose. They're going to do all of sort of this different stuff. So you go around and you stop all of them from doing this stuff. And then he's so excited. Uh, he's so he, I remember he's hanging and it's like, this is like a, a scene. So you're not actually playing. And, mm-hmm. He's just like they're like yeah. Any last words? And he's like, no, I'm ready to go. And then he looks up at the roof where I guess they were gonna shoot the rope to drop drop it. Um, mm-hmm. And he sees Arthur waving back at him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then his face just white, like goes white, and then he realizes that he's gonna die, and then he does die. But like that episode, yeah. that that's mission was so much fun too.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: I was gonna say you did that one. Yeah. That-
0: I was I was gonna s I was bring it up, but you, you brought it up already. Yeah, that, that was awesome. It was a cool I, mission. I I liked a lot of those missions. Like I like even just the mission in the Bronte mansion where like you go to like the dinner party and all that stuff. Like I thought that was really cool. Um how they like did different things like that. Like Dutch tries to like present them present the, the group as like a like like oh we can be civil, like type of thing, like how they, they had no <laughs> yeah. idea how to act because like obviously they'd never like really been to dinner dinner parties and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, it was cool. Like, I really enjoyed like the whole aspect of it. Like just even going to Cuba and like when the shinks, the ship sinks and like you see you like the actual ship, like, sh- like, like a cutscene of like it, uh, uh, sinking. And then like all the guys like ending up on this Island, uh, Gorm- I think it's Gorma or four or something like that. So I thought that was really cool, too, and how it's a sugar plantation. That was, like, insane. So that was a good, like... I feel like that was, like, probably 10 hours of gameplay. Like, you're stuck there for so long, right?
1: Well, that was... That was crazy, yeah. So you're basically like, oh, we're a bunch of outlaws that just robbed a bank. Okay. And then you get on the ship, the ship crashes, and you wake up on, like, some slave island, I think, right?
0: hmm Yeah.
1: And then you get, like, taken. And, yeah, that's, like, definitely 10 hours of gameplay. And you basically have to escape slavery kill like all these people and like escape the island but like that was just that that was just so out of the blue for me like I remember that that happened and I was like what is going on here mm-hmm.
0: uh yeah, i I just remember like you had to blow up like like big uh it was like it was, they had like war missile stuff that you had to shoot down like other like incoming boats and all this stuff it was insane. I just, like it was so nuts for like at 19, like 1899, like gameplay.
1: <laughs> and that's, and that's what I was going to say. And like, for me personally, that whole kind of Island trip, we'll call it. I, it just like, it just seemed so forced. Like it, it didn't really seem like it mm-hmm. fit in the game. Like I was kind of just like, this is weird. Like, like I don't understand who kind of got up to the drawing board and was like, guys, great idea you know they rob this bank they get in the boat and then they're on a slave island somewhere by cuba and they have to escape using yeah like mounted guns to like blow up incoming ships
0: yeah it was just like what is going on
1: totally like so i'm shit yeah i'm I'm on, I'm on board with you on that one without a doubt um so i guess yeah the next thing is they basically get on the ship and escape and they go back to you know where they're from and of course it's literally just like <laughs> like it, literally everything's just sort of like oh the the gang sort of broken up and because we've been gone like i don't even know how long they were gone for like i i don't even know how long there, that was I, the the time frame i think was like a year that they were in cuba
0: no 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 not that long i feel like it was like a month or something like because like i think about it like they were taking a ship to cuba and they gotta take a ship back it it, it was like a good like couple months i think
1: totally and like that was <laughs> yeah it was just like to me that was just so ridiculous like i i, I just was kind of like why are you guys including this like what's the what's the point right hmm
0: yeah it was like it was, it was a cool like little like takeaway from like what you're doing, but it was like, it was kind of like, yeah, I, I agree. kind of was forced, but like it made sense in the, the, the heat of the moment you see your buddy fucking Lenny get killed. Everyone's kind of like surrounding the Pinkertons, like are going to try and like arrest you and you jump on a ship and you have no idea where it's going. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, you're in Cuba. Oh, the ship explodes. So it's like, I thought it was like a cool like transition. I just thought a few missions on the actual island were kind of ridiculous. Like the. Like how you said, like, we're just like fighting off these like <laughs> enemy ships coming in, like what's yeah. going on. Like this is not like a gameplay for like 1899. But it is what it is. I think what was really neat was um when you get back, like, that's when, like you said, it kind of unravels everything more. Um Dutch like gets insane about like one more last heist. But he's also paranoid as shit because he so, thinks
1: what he I thinks like
0: they're th- the Pinkertons are coming.
1: Well, and one thing that you and I haven't really touched on, but I think it's it's really crucial to, uh, is there's this uh Colin mentioned his name. This guy named Micah, who's part of the gang, and like Mm -hmm. the guy's a fucking loose cannon. Like he's crazy, and you know, like you see it in several of the missions, kind of even leading up to this, where he makes really, like, arguably, like, psychopathic decisions, right? Yeah, and I think that yeah, pointing that out because he ends up being you, 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 you,
0: but he would do things like he would do things like like um. Look, 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 i'm trying to think of like a, a, a specific moment but i feel like there's just like little things like you'd be on like a side mission with him and he would just like be like i'm gonna go kill everyone it's like dude
1: yeah yeah
0: you don't have to kill everyone like whenever you break him out of jail at one point and like he like he's in strawberries jail and you go and get him out of jail and he's just like murdering everyone in the town sort of like freaking Anger, out I'm like this guy's, this guy's yeah. Wild.
1: Yeah so like this guy's always sort of been a loose cannon and he's sort of with the gang and he's, he's sort of like Arthur has always sort of been Dutch's right-hand man um, is is what we've learned where, you know, like Dutch is the leader of the gang and Arthur was raised by Dutch. He's like a dad and he was, he sort of always been his second in sort of command. Um, Micah though, we we see this thing now where, you know, Micah is, kind of kissing Dutch's ass and doing everything he says and kind of supporting him in his ear. Whereas exactly getting in his ear, great term. And, you know, you see Arthur is starting to maybe lose his respect for Dutch. Think Dutch has sort of lost it. And we see, you know, we, we see Arthur questioning, whereas he never did before, but questioning Dutch's decisions, questioning Dutch's methods, um, just sort of, all around doubting Dutch as a leader. So we we see we see that uh we see Arthur kind of going down and we see yeah Micah kind of trying to get up and, and replace Arthur. So there's also that power struggle within the the gang that we're seeing um kind of on the sidelines as the story is progressing. So one thing I yeah, also did not really it's like, just
0: like it's just like yeah.
1: <laughs> just like yeah. Uh, one of the, um, one of the, yeah, things sorry, it, yeah, yeah, yeah really, sorry. I think
0: it cut out for a second. My bad. That's why it, yeah, continue to talk.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, no worries. I was just going to say, um, so they get back from Cuba or from like wherever that, that, I don't even remember, Guarma or whatever they call that fake, it's a fake island. Um, it's not real. Um, they get back and the gang has gone their separate ways, right? Because they thought that it was over. They're like, okay, well, everybody's dead. Um, John Marston's in jail. And one thing I really liked is it had like, sort of had a little bit of Mass Effect 2 vibes, which I think we should do a Mass Effect 2 uh, podcast because I could talk about that game forever. Um, Right. But it had Mass Effect 2 vibes where you're sort of going around and you have to find the members of the gang and bring them back together, right? Like you have to go find the girls. You have to go find the cook. You have to go find all these people that are trying to make almost go straight. Like a lot of them are like working like real jobs or like doing whatever. And you actually have to like find them, and bring them back and reunite the gang.
0: Yeah. which and it was would, cool. Cause yeah. like, it's like the gang's coming, getting back together. Let's like get everyone type of thing. And, uh, it, it was interesting because like whatever everyone was doing, like John was in a camp. You had to go with Sadie through like a hot air balloon to like get him. And yeah, like
1: prison camp. Yes. I forgot about yeah, the hot air which balloon. Which was cool. Version.
0: Yeah, was which was so which was cool. cool and um so after you get john out of there then you go and like retreat other people i'm pretty sure the native guy that was like in your group like he was at a with back with the natives and like you had to go like talk to his camp and so while you're doing this like you're like making like friends with them and you do a few missions for them as well um you kind of get on their good side but then dutch gets like a sniff of this and he's like oh let's uh or like a whiff of this and he's like oh let's um let's manipulate them to like yeah of course to like to, to like conflict with the with the army to draw attention away from the gang and arthur's like don't fucking do that and dutch is like okay we won't and then he goes against arthur's wishes wishes and does it anyways so in that sense that's when like we said earlier mike gets in his ear starts to like talk a little bit like manipulate dutch into like hey like arthur's not that loyal like let's fucking like fuck over arthur and all this stuff um so he he took over the role of Jose's role as Dutch's right hand man in that sense, and it, it, and and while this Jose happened, our, Jose dies too. Yeah, a bunch of them died, dude. I think like who half can, of them. I don't the even remember who dead. killed
1: Jose at this point.
0: I don't know. It might have been. It was. It was probably a Pinkerton person. I or I think it was Pinkerton, or he might have died in the island. I forget. I don't. Doesn't really say, and I forget. I know he dies at some point. Anyways or or he might have not died i think he was still with no have Javi, a uh have year was with him still but that's a different guy but anyways yeah jose dies and he was old as shit i just forget how yeah, he, he died he got anyways. shot i know
1: he gets shot i just don't remember oh yeah
0: he did get shot yeah i remember that now he got shot i think during like the whole like uh saint denis thing but i just forget when anyways um while this is happening so arthur gets becomes. Concerned that Dush is no longer the man he knew, um, increasingly resorting to murder, uh, paranoia, and abandoning their I- ideals. Um, Arthur then later discovers he's contracted tuber- uh, tuber- tuberculosis, which was what you said earlier. So, And he collected it from a guy you met in the game, which was Thomas Downs, a diseased uh, farmer. At the oh, early game, forgot. which is hilarious because I, I didn't actually know so i actually oh. i'm finding this out right i'm finding this out right now myself because i don't remember them ever going over that but reading the reading the story like they say comments, yes, i had no idea they
1: go, you oh my god man yes so yeah you have to play um the german guy's debt collector right okay um yeah yeah I, yeah, yeah I remember oh, that. so you go to the family and i remember yeah the um you beat so thomas downs is like i can't afford to pay like our like our farm's not doing well i'm sick and then you beat you like beat him up right you're like pay pay you beat the yeah. shit out of him so then he gives you money and then you come back and later and he died and then you beat him up and you beating him up in the blood and stuff was how you get tuberculosis and then at the end of the game yeah. there's this really not the end but near the end of the game he goes back to the farm and like they're 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 just like we don't want to see you and he goes i just want you to know like you know <laughs> i'm getting what i deserve because you know i got tuberculosis from your dad so i'm gonna die now too and it's just yeah. nuts
0: i remember that now okay yeah that makes more sense so i just don't remember them going over it but that makes sense because when he went back maybe i didn't really like put it together when i was playing it but yeah um anyways he faced with his more, more mortality he reflects on his actions how to protect the gang following his death um so this is kind of when like the games like definitely hit its climax like i think the climax is really like right after you came back from cuba probably like that's when totally, everything just yeah went through, like shit like you were still like doing stuff like um learning a bit more and i liked it because arthur was kind of like arthur was always a guy from what i got from playing it was he was very open-minded to a lot of things back when people probably weren't that big of open-mindedness back in the 1890s yeah um he was like very close to like the natives at some point because he had a native friend i forget his name from the gang but he was like a big they were very close it seemed like yeah charles and um even lenny like was black and like he would just be cool about it like some people are like some people in the game would be like why are you hanging out with this n-word and he's like oh he's a cool guy like like you it's not a big deal like he's family all this stuff like yeah they didn't really he didn't really see people for like that stuff he just saw him as like oh they're they'll save my back if i save theirs like we're like close or family whatever so that's why i liked arthur in that sense but anyways he he's reflecting he tries to like he wants to protect everyone that's that's close to him even though he knows mike is in fucking and dutch are like mental at this point so Several gang members become dischanted and leave, while Dutch and Micah arrange one final heist and an army payroll train. Arthur convinces John that following the heist, that he must leave and start a new life with his family. Uh, Dutch later murders Cornwall, blaming him for the Pinkertons' actions. Arthur's face and Dutch is completely shattered when he leaves John for dead during the heist and refuses to rescue Abigail when she's captured by Milton. Arthur disobeys Dutch's orders and rescues Abigail with Sadie's help. I think it's when you're like on the train tracks and you're like you're on your horses. I remember that. Yeah, um, for sure. Th- and then Abigail when she's captured by Milton. Sorry, I just read that. Um with Sadie's help during the rescue, Arthur is ambushed by Milton who reveals that Mike has been working as an informant for the Pinkertons since they returned from Guarma before he was killed by Abigail. Oh yeah, that's fucking wild. Cause then Arthur goes back to that camp they have like in the middle of the forest, Yeah. confronts Micah and tells the women to leave for safety, bidding them farewell. The gang collapses with Arthur and John both return to camp openly, accusing Micah and Dutch for a betrayal. Dutch, Bill, Javier, and Micah turn on John and Arthur when the Pangarins arrive, and all six manage to flee into the wilderness.
1: neither. This, this, this is where, where when, I was like just you chase say, down you cho- but you choose. You, cho- you have an option. Oh yeah, you do have it you do have an option, yeah. So you get to you get to basically choose like if you want to be a good guy or a bad guy. And the ending of like this ending is so climactic because you're like basically dead from tuberculosis at this point, right? Like he like he's barely functional. Like he's having you'll be you'll be doing these missions and next thing you know, like he'll start having a, a fucking cough cough attack, he'll collapse, he'll pass out, he'll wake up covered in his own blood. Like it's it's insane so like he is he's near the end of his life regardless so the player gets to essentially choose how they want this game to end and how you want kind of arthur's story to end right
0: yeah and yeah and it's like um uh, i don't even know how to like say it. like 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 it's like i picked the good ending but the bad ending so shitty like it's like i think oh the good God. ending too
1: the bad the bad ending sucks like i mean yeah this whole game this this hundred hours you put into this game like if you pick the bad ending then i'm just like the good ending just hold on sorry light. it wasn't really it
0: wasn't really an, a choice it was how you played the game if you're honorable you would get the good ending if you were kind of a shit scumbag of the law you'd get the Mica ending that's how it went I don't know if you remember that so like if you played honorable like you didn't like steal from people you didn't do all that bullshit you end up getting the good ending if you stole and like did things that broke the law all the time in like different towns like eventually you would get the the bad ending because you were on the other side of the honorable uh specter because there was like a specter remember every time you did something it kind of be like a mm-hmm, plus mm-hmm. to like honorable or minus
1: yeah yeah the um so, the one yeah. thing that i yeah like so it, it ends up in you know just typical like this big this big shootout with, you know, Dutch and Micah against, you know, you, John and, um, Sadie. Uh, the one thing that I hated that, that just ruined me the most is when your horse gets killed and then you have the choice of like swiftly killing the horse, which I did because like, you didn't want that thing to suffer and had been with you the entire game. Um, and then, you know, you climb up to the top of this sort of like rock formation and you make your last stand. Mm -hmm. Um, when
0: you and Mike again to like a huge fist fight and like, you're both beat the shit and like, you both can barely like move. Cause like, I think you shot him and like, he's kind of like almost dead. So he's bleeding out and you're like, just dying from just like, you coughing and everything. So you're Dude, just kind of fighting each other, punching each other. And like, it's like a, it's like a super intense fight.
1: I was going to say I, that entire time during that fight, man, I hated Micah by the end of that game. I was just like, Every time you land a blow on him, you're like, yes, like you feel so good, right? Like, just, just like, yeah, you're just like, let me kill him,
0: please. Yeah, totally. He's like, let like, me kill him as my last, like, resort.
1: And the worst part is, you don't. I know, I know. Because he, he runs away. He gets behind his, you know, he gets behind his little thing and he, he runs away and leaves you there. Well, what happens? What
0: happens is he has that gun and like remember like you like you like fight with the gun and the gun slides off like the hill. Well in the other ending, if like you don't you have the bad ending, Micah gets that gun before you can get to it and he blows your brains out, and that's how you die. Oh, really? If you if you because I didn't get the bad ending. Yeah, that's how the second ending my bad
1: ending was beautiful. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I didn't either. The the good ending the gut ending was awesome.
1: So the good ending is you know, I think Dutch comes. And he, you know, spirits Micah away, leaving you alone on the top of that rock. And then, you know, the sun's coming up and you're, you know, you're stabbed and shot and like not doing well. And he's just laying there and, you know, like Arthur just turns to look at the sunrise and dies peacefully on the top of this rock formation, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. I comes the worst fucking eight hours. <laughs> eight Eight real time, eight real time hours of my fucking life. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, so this right here, exactly where we are in our podcast, 40, 41 minutes in, that's the end of the Arthur Morgan story. He's dead. It's over. Dutch and Micah escape alive. The bad guys win. Like, it's awful. It's sad. And it's, you know, it is what it is. That's the end of Red Dead Redemption 2. So next thing you know, you get this black screen and and the word epilogue. Chapter 1 comes up. And I'm like, how is there an epilogue? Like, he's fucking dead. Uh, And you are John Marston. Who, again, I had forgotten, becomes the main character in Red Dead 1. Right, Colin? Right?
0: Yeah. So this is like how, like you said before, this takes place before 1. This is kind of like the beginning. This gives you like the introduction to what happens when when you start playing 1. If you played 1 already.
1: So, John Marston, after all of this is done and Dutch and Micah escape, decides... (sighs) decides I want, I want to be like, I want to go straight. I want to just live my life. So, you know, he, he gets a job as a farm hand on some fucking farm and you spend, you know, you spend the first two hours of the game, like doing fucking farm chores on this, on this guy's land. And I'm just like, I'm like, this can't be real. Like, mm-hmm. it's like help birth a cow feed the the horses like 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 take a fucking horse to valentine and back and i'm like that's like a eight minute in-game real fucking walk up the trail and back to get food and i'm just like this how how does this game end on such a climactic finish and then now i'm doing this so At this point, I'm texting Colin, and I'm like, "Buddy, is this a is this a joke?" Then I'm like, "Okay, it has to get nuts. It has to get nuts." Um. And then you know his his Abigail and his kid are just like, "Yeah, you're a fucking you're a loser. We're leaving you." And he's all like, oh, my God, I want to win Abigail back. So he goes and he buys some shit piece of land. And I'm like, this can't be a game that I'm playing right now. I'm playing Farming Simulator 5 right now. Like, this can't be real. He buys this dog shit piece of land in the middle of nowhere. And then you spend the, the, the next several hours, like, cleaning the land up, tearing down the building, rebuilding a house, getting a mortgage, paying the mortgage off. And I'm like, this, this, this is insane. Like I'm playing like Sims right now. Like, <laughs> holy shit. I'm getting fired up talking about this. Cause it's just the worst ending to a game I think I've ever played. And then say, or not, yeah. And then Sadie comes up and she's like, Oh, I'm a bounty hunter. Now you want to help me catch these bounties. And it's not even fun. Like catching these bounties isn't even fun. Like, am I wrong about that? Did you enjoy catching these bounties?
0: No, I didn't like it at all.
1: No, it was insane. It's like you,
0: you needed. On- to- yeah. The biggest reason why he did it is because John wanted the money for his land when he bought it. And he wanted to pay off his mortgage and wanted to build a, build a house on the land. So that's why he was doing that.
1: Yeah, support. for sure. He
0: didn't He didn't want to and his wife didn't really want him to. But he was just doing it to get the money. So his wife would come back and his kid would come back and he'd have like a, land- a ho- net proper house for her. And all this stuff
1: the 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 one the one thing that is burnt into my mind and i'll never forget is when he buys like the the house that you can assemble with instructions which apparently was a real thing back then like that's not that's not the part that bothered me but the part that bothered me is that was a mission and you have to like press x to nail in the nail press x to like hook this beam onto this beam press x to and i'm just like this this cannot be fucking real right now
0: <laughs> okay so i'll counter that point i actually enjoyed that mission cuz the song was kind it was kind of fulfilling to like to hammer the nail in and then the song in the background was kind of nice it was like work all day and work yeah, all I, night and it, I, I, it was kind of funny like it was kind of like it was kind of a fun mission in my from from me playing it i know you
1: hated it but man that building the house was kind of fulfilling to do the other thing that just infuriated me is out of all of the fucking people that live with him it's that uncle alcoholic fuck that yeah, he, sucked. You're, he sucked and i was like how like I, I I don't get like I, whew, I just don't get I'm, I'm hot right now. I'm hot right now. Um I just like I don't get how anyways it was like 10, 12 hours of this epilogue. Um finally, finally, they're just like, Oh, we found Micah and Dutch. Let's go kill them. And he's like, nah, I don't want to kill him. It's like we have to do it for Arthur, and he's like, Okay. Then which leads you on to the only part of the epilogue that I thought was decent. Like The only part. So you go back up to this little snowy, the snowy area. You track them to some like lighthouse thing. Like again, I was just, I was just so over this game at this point. I was just like, just die. Um, And you track them down, you find Micah and you find Dutch. And then you finally have this showdown with Micah where you finally fucking kill him. Like, which for me, unfulfilling because it wasn't Arthur doing it. It was this fucking farm bitch you know like yeah it was this farm bitch that kills him and i'm like farm bitch like i it, ugh. <laughs> anyways so you kill him and then dutch just runs away and then that's pretty much it and then you go back and you remember what happens when you go back Do you remember how the game ends well well dutch kills bell right yeah he because you're in like a you're in like a shoot okay oh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, like,
0: you're in a standoff right and then and then what happened? You're in, th-
1: you're in a three-way standoff. So Dutch yeah. has a gun at you. Dutch has a gun at Micah. Micah has a gun at Dutch and whatever's. Uh, and then yeah, Dutch just for some reason D- Dutch just oh he talks. Basically, John's like oh yeah Arthur you know Arthur 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 and Dutch is like I screwed up and then he shoots mike and then he like runs away. Mm-hmm. With him, and then
0: like let him leave.
1: Yeah, and I think he left all his he left his Blackwater spoils there right yeah. they collect his yeah. blackwater stuff and then he can buy off the house and everything like that mm-hmm. um, which sure whatever um the game ends um you're John Marston and you have to take your wife on like a date in town yeah <laughs> and he's like will you marry me and they have to get like the engagement photos and like it was just
0: uh. that that for me I did that before the last mission actually
1: oh really? Well, how so did i didn't you, have like, to worry
0: about that after. how did
1: how does the, the game end end for you then like what was okay, the so, last thing
0: so later john formally marries abigail and they both look forward to living a new life on their ranch alongside uncle and jack for some reason Uncle's with them while sadie and charles leave for other pursuits like they both say like we're not going to do this like charles leaves because he's at the house for a bit too and goes back to like living with um his like actually like natives like the family like think and like his kind of like his his family, I think. I think they're not officially his family, but like he was a native, so he kind of went with the native group. Um, Sadie continues to be a, a basically a bond hunter or whatever, like kills like people for bonds. Um, and then what happens after is you're on this like mountain with her, and like you talk to her for a minute, and then you go visit Arthur's grave. And after getting revenge like, on Micah, John looks at the grave and basically says, "I guess we're done, just about done, my friend." And then the game kind of like is done, but it that's when it slowly initiates the events of the first game because that's when the Bureau of Investigation come to, um, their the trail leads to John's ranch type of thing. So they meet with him and they're like, Hey, we heard about this whole shit, man. It's crazy. How about you go hunt down these guys for us? And that's the whole point of the first game. I, you're hunting down them So you get so your name cleared type of thing.
1: I, I like that for the first game. Like, I think that that's a really cool storyline, which it, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, It confuses me why they would have started with that. Like, I think if Red Dead 2 was Red Dead 1 storyline and then Red Dead 1 was Red Dead 2 storyline, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I just feel like that would flow a lot better because like now that I actually know what Dutch, Javier, and all of these like people did. Yeah, I absolutely want to kill him. Yeah. The the worst thing, and I actually Google this because I hate Dutch so much. Did you know that you don't even kill Dutch in the end? Of number one, I know he, he. I know he kills himself. He kills jumps himself. off the mountain. Kills himself. Yeah, no, sad like not satisfying. I don't know. Anyways, um, there, there was my there was my rant about the farming at the end. I just don't understand how a game that's a hundred hours can have this wonderful, incredible ending, and then you're playing fucking farming simulator for ten hours <laughs> after that. I don't get it. <laughs> like, and if if people think okay, I'm lying, so
0: yeah. okay, so I see your point, hundred percent the whole point of it was just to kind of set up the first game. Like it showed what happened to John. And then it shows, um, basically it basically shows that he's trying to live an honest life. Cause Arthur told him the two. So he's trying to like follow Arthur's wishes in a sense. And then he's ready to do it. And then that's how number one drops the bombshell. Cause it starts like, Hey, now you got to go kill these people for us. But I think correct. No, I, I think for sure number one takes place in 1910 so 10 years after the events so they would go like, sure. find him. yeah but so it took a while for them to like get to like john's like ranch but that's how it kind of like set everything up to like
1: again found, i just they
0: found that the paper trail led to john's ranch eventually and they're like oh this is john march like you're supposed to because he, he had a fake alias for like when you're doing like the farmhand stuff
1: yeah and like i don't i just don't get how he again i just I think that's a tough way to end a game, especially a game that's as long as that. And then ending it with like, you know, 10 hours of like, I I agree. I, I'm
0: not going to, I'm not going to argue with you on the fact that it does, it it is a very like boring, like slow paced ending of a game when you could have just kind of left it, but I just see the side of it where it was leading into one and that's why they did it. Maybe they could have cut back on a few of the farm chores just because I'm sure no one wanted to do those. I like I said though, I did think it was funny and kind of fun to like build the house on his land because it was kind of like fulfilling to like nail the shit in. And I don't know why I thought it was so like I don't know. That was like the one the one part of that whole thing I actually enjoyed for some reason. But I understand that you didn't like any of it. So, so uh, and I'm I was gonna, gonna say, like I just I understand.
1: And I'm just gonna throw this one out there. Uh I, I, I could honestly say I think the ending of that game, like the the last 10 hours, that epilogue, I think it it could pr- potentially be the worst ending to any video game i've ever played like i just oh my god <laughs> I, I i just I, I just i just think that it was so out of the blue like it was so out of the blue with this epic ending and then you're stuck in this shit for 10 hours and then you're just like now
0: my question is uh, just let's just say they got rid of all the actual ranching stuff would you have been okay with it if like it kind of just showed like a quick like hey this john's on this house now he built this house and then it's like okay absolutely. They it been fine. Let's, let's absolutely would have been
1: fine yeah sure okay that would have been okay with me but like it's like it's like doing the chores birthing the cattle like and doing it like every day like he wakes up every day he does the same thing like it's ins- oh my god it's insane um I thought it was a joke. I actually, honestly, thought Rockstar was like playing a joke. Like I thought that they they just thought it would be funny to do this. Like I actually was just kind of like, this is insane. This is just out of nowhere. It's just out of nowhere. Anyways,
0: now now what's funny to me is you we i might talk we might talk this talk about this when we were when we did the last of us review but you had shades of this memory like it, it like gave you like quickly like uh no last like when us, uh, yeah. when you are doing when you're doing like the when you're going to like chase the sheep around in like last of us 2 you're like no we can not totally. this is not what we're going to do and then so so it scarred you I, for a solid
1: like for a while i'm still scarred i think i'm still scarred like i i think that like again yeah playing last of us 2 and seeing that, um, and doing the thing, like, I was like, oh my god, this game's just ending out of the blue, they're on a farm, and I have to do farm chores, like, are you joking? Like, I thought, so, I played Red Dead before I played Last of Us 2. I thought what was gonna happen in Last of Us 2, which was, like, the PTSD and going back out in the world and getting all fucked up and going crazy again, I thought that was gonna happen in Red Dead. Like, I was like, okay, we're doing all this boring stuff, something has to happen. Like, something something crazy has to happen like this just we just can't be doing this and we were just doing it like i don't know i i, I don't know anyways anyways <laughs> I, I did
0: have one more quick question about the whole ending for you yeah. so um well oh, I, I it wasn't to my tongue one second sorry uh we're gonna go into the actual review i just had a quick thought process for that so when you were doing it did you so I, when i did it i played the game and i stopped playing it and i didn't come back to finish it until i was my buddy was like you should you should probably go back and finish john's quests or story so i went back and played it i could have just like left it the way it was and i probably never been scarred by it like you mm-hmm. and so it's kind of funny how like you le- you left the game for like t- after 10 hours of gameplay i left the game right before doing john's stuff i went back to play just just strictly john's stuff i think i did it after you finished because you, you told me about it i was like ah maybe I'll go. so i redownloaded and i played it during quarantine too for the last 10 hours so i feel bad for you because you played it strictly right after finishing I the story you're, like, oh, yeah, you're all you're, you're all fired up and straight through while well, i just kind of like picked it up i'm like oh i'm playing farmer simulator so i don't really hate it <laughs> i that's maybe that's maybe that's how i looked at it because i didn't really i didn't really get as fired up as you because i was like oh it's just it's just john doing john
1: True yeah no for
0: me really, it was yeah for a, me it was. he's a dimwit type of character that's just doing stuff to like get by as a human and mm-hmm. yeah
1: no i mean but, yeah I, I i yeah i just i just went right in
0: yeah so i could see understand like how like different our uh perceptions of that would be because of just because of me not paying i literally finished the game and i so it's been like it was on my shelf for like two years before i touched the john stuff while you just played strictly through so i could see how it's like how upset you'd be from it but i don't know i thought the the building the house thing just i'll keep saying it was just so funny the song was so fulfilling to listen to while you're doing it i don't know everything else kind of sucked i agree i just thought the house building was cool because the house is actually kind of a sick house like after you finish it you're like oh rewarding but let's move on to those ratings let's uh we're getting close to the hour mark here yeah for and, sure uh, You 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 went on a good rant for that for that part of the game. I'm sorry,
1: I had to, I had to. I just no, I I, no, I I love it. I I need the general population to understand how disappointing that was. Um, I would love other people, anybody who you know uh, disagrees with me. Like I, I I just I would love to know how you can disagree with me. But I mean, yeah, it's just that's something I'm super passionate about because I don't think I've ever played a game that just ends on like what I would call a joke. Anyways, um characters red dead redemption 2 i gave it a five actually i thought that all of the characters were really really well-rounded um there was some that i didn't like but you're not supposed to like them like you're supposed to think that uncle is a fat lazy drunk loser and they do a great job of making you dislike the guy um love arthur you see insane character development you see duchess fall into like you know insanity and paranoia you see micah like you just see it's just the character development is like something out of like a book or something out of like a television series where you can actually look at these characters at the start of the the game and look at them at the end. And they're, you know, a lot of them are completely different because of the events that have happened. So I gave the characters a five. I thought that was a really powerful part of this game.
0: I gave it a 3.5. So a little lower than you. Um, I can see your points. It was more just for me. I didn't, uh, I, I would just say more like, I didn't care for a lot of the characters. So it didn't really... I didn't really talk to them day to day. Like, it was more like... I know you can, like, have interactions with them every time you go to camp. I really didn't... I was kind of just, like, pushing to get through the game. So maybe that's just me not not taking it full advantage of, like, everything that you could have in the game. Um, so for me, I just... I wasn't super big fan of some of the characters, so I kind of just kept it. Like I gave it a three point five, but I could see how it's a five, like one hundred percent. I I was on the teetering point of putting it at like a five ish or a four point five, but I was like, eh, I'm not gonna just give it to five just because I I know like how de- depth they put it. I didn't really, I didn't really give a full advantage to it, so I'm I'm just gonna go like kind of through the middle, down the middle almost. But um, for background, I gave it a five, and this is why. I, so this game really is up there with me when it comes to like overall backgrounds of like gameplay like open world experience like it kind of falls in line with um witcher in a sense for me um same kind of concept where it's just it's just so much stuff's going on there's like animals you could hunt constantly there's it's like alive. the world's kind of alive around you which is i always look at like and especially in these type of games who they did a really well job of that um plus all like the little like like side like stuff that like kind of plays into the world like uh there's a swamp area near saint denis and there's yeah. like a swamp monster in there and like it was cool because you go in you get killed by it but you there's a mission where you actually get to hunt it but like overall it's, just, it's alive in the world like it's like there it's there if you go in into that area by yourself with not doing the mission and uh things like that for example like even that and then you go in killing legendary monsters or like or like animals like there's a mission where you go and like find like a bear and you track it like i thought like that was really well done it reminded me a lot of the witcher in a sense where like you got to do some tracking investigating um and just exploring the big world where it's very beautiful it's got the mountains like like colorado it's got like the the swamp they got the the ocean side with with like new orleans being on the ocean like and there's like a nice little like hunting lodge city like up that kind of looked literally like that was like had red houses on the lake with like the train always going by. I thought they did real well to like, kind of like have the whole overall like world being alive around you. Um, so
1: I gave it a five. So I actually gave it a four. Um, and (laughs) I I can't believe I'm going to say this. Um, (laughs) it was too big for me, the world. Um, (laughs) it was just, it was it was just, it was massive. Like it was too much
0: going on. I
1: I don't think that I was able to, um, experience. You can't experience everything like you know what i mean like there's just there, it, it, it's just it's crazy like you you just end up in places that you've never seen before and i'm like oh my god i'm i'm in this like place over here but like yes I, I think the background was awesome um the different sort of um climates and the different landscapes and and everything like that was really really cool and i can't believe i'm i i cannot believe i'm saying this but i, I it was it was like i think it was almost too big to to fully grasp how amazing it was so i gave it a 4 totally i could totally
0: see that also a good reason behind it being too big and this probably would go right with along with your point luke just to like help you out with it there's no fast travel yeah which was insane that 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 drove me nuts because you got like you said that earlier with like how it takes eight minutes to fucking ride your horse to valentine and you can't just go full throttle the whole time because the horse needs to fucking get its stamina back um
1: the only so fast I, travel is that stupid it did like suck. wagon or whatever and it's only mm-hmm. to the major mm-hmm. cities and it costs so much yeah. money
0: yeah and it wasn't worth it in a sense uh, i forgot about that part but like i just remember like there was a way to like kind of make it go a little faster is if you put yourself on cinematic mode while you just let yourself like because your horse will just keep running so you don't have to like constantly just hold it down yeah i don't know if you did that i just remember like reading like a split like a like little like like fun facts to like kind of help you out through the game. So Cinematic I just did code that. It was actually put, pretty cool though. It was like good. They, yeah. It was good.
1: But yeah, it was just, I mean that, that, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just so big. Like it was just so big. Well, um, going was, into music, music, five, actually, I thought the music, like there was actually, this is going to sound insane. There was actually a couple songs on there that I, I almost shazammed because like they were so good. Like they had like lyrics and they like just fit the mood and like, uh, yeah i think the um i think the music choice in general i mean even even like you said the house building music like it was a nightmare for me but like it was it was interesting it was a cool choice um so five five on music for me because i think they had really really good songs um instrumental orchestral but also like lyrical songs as well that were played at key points in the game
0: mm-hmm. yeah i agree i gave it a five as well basically i'm not gonna touch too much on it just kind of the same thing like it was just like it was good for everything. And I agree hundred percent with your uh, take on it. Um, replayability. I'm going back to the one, uh, it's just too long of a game and I just wouldn't have enough effort to put in a hundred hours or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, replayability I- I- exact same thing for me. Uh, a big one. Like I, I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine going through that entire game again. Um, I wish, I wish this is gonna sound terrible. I wish zero was an option. Um, because like, I, 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 I think out of every single game that we've reviewed to date so far, I think this is probably the one that I would replay the least.
0: Yeah. Same. I can't even yeah, think looking about it. at the list, yeah. looking at the list. I just couldn't imagine can't even think touching it. it. Um, story. I gave it a 2.5, uh, i think we kind of mentioned this a little bit before it was just super kind of repetitive where it's like oh you go to this spot then this spot then this spot something happens okay you go to this you move move to this location now you got a whole bunch of new missions it was kind of like everything like you said earlier luke where it's like oh one last job one last job we'll just do this this and then it's like i don't know i just felt like after a while i didn't care and then plus on top of the john the john part of the story was just like eh as we as we talked on for 15 minutes about how like you just hated it so much so yeah 2.5 for me
1: yeah um i gave it a 3.5 i thought that the actual arthur morgan story was definitely uh entertaining like i there there was definitely like lulls in it but also at the same time like you pump through those lulls and like you like some of the side missions were so cool so unique like like things that i feel like i had never really Like done in video games before like it it just seems like it breaks a lot of the the molds that we see in a lot of video games uh which i thought was really cool same thing with you know these i call them like the big end of i guess chapter missions about robbing trains and doing stuff like that like a lot of it was really really fun um honestly i probably would have gave the story a 4.5 if it wasn't for the farming simulator at the end uh truthfully (laughs) like i i I actually probably would have like the arthur morgan story was incredible but I just it it was at least a full point off for me, um, having to sit you know ten hours and, and do this awful, um, John Marston thing. Like I three <laughs> so like again, it, it probably would have been a four point five, but it's a three point five because of that. Uh, uh, going
0: yeah, I, sorry, I could see your point. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Yeah,
1: like it it it, it like it has it has absolutely affected the full game experience for me um just a sour taste in your mouth for you totally absolutely like i was just like i just played 100 hours for this um going into the final total rating um i gave the game a 7.4 uh one word of advice that i have for for anybody uh and it's it's really really easy is if you're playing this game for the first time or if you're working your way through it or you're doing doing whatever um just don't do the epilogue (laughs) like just don't do it Uh, i'll save you 10 hours of shit and just tell you they kill Micah. It's really unsatisfying. Dutch escapes and you live on a fucking farm. Like, there you go. I saved you 10 hours. Call it?
0: Yeah. So, adding my total score, it's 6.8, a little lower than yours. Um, yeah. Same thing. I just, it was a really good game. The, the, the world itself was awesome. Um, the music was good. Uh, I like the characters, like the main ones, anyways. And yeah, the story was unfulfilling. And you'd better, you'd be better off like Luke's. Just take listening to what he said, or if you want to really watch it, go on YouTube and watch like, like just skip it to the main parts, I guess. Um, but yeah, six point eight. So, Luke, do you want to take us out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was our review of Red Dead Redemption. Thank everybody for listening in, tuning in. Um, as, as I say at the end of every podcast, please give us a follow on our Instagram or our Twitter accounts. Uh, give us a follow. Comment on one of our photos. Let us know if there's any games that you think you'd be interested in hearing us um, talk about. Um, other than that, thanks. Thanks again for listening. We will be back next week. I think we're going to talk Fallout Four next week. So we talked Seventy Six, and it, it you know, not a great game, but Four has kind of hailed um, positive, universal results. So um, I played it again during quarantine. Colin is actually kind of going through it right now. So he's just experiencing everything that is fallout Four right now. So we should have some fresh and opened and exciting fallout Four conversations for everybody next week. So please give us a listen, um, subscribe to our podcast on, you know, Apple or on Spotify. So you get a notification whenever a new episode comes out. So you don't miss one. Uh, thanks for listening. Peace.